Hello, Patriots! Welcome to Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. Bringing you insight from outside the mainstream, I am your host, Ryan. Today we talk about the Supreme Court delivering a win for the Second Amendment, the government monitoring your vaccination status, and the Biden regime selling out our sovereignty as a nation. Next, on Living with Liberty. The Supreme Court has delivered another win for constitutional conservatism. They recently ruled in what is being called the Bruin decision that the test judges use to determine whether a gun restriction should be upheld must show that it is consistent with the country's historical tradition of firearm regulation as opposed to whether that restriction serves public interests like enhancing public safety. This is the appropriate test for whether a gun control law should be enacted or not. Does history, does that prior legal precedent show that the restriction is valid? Or should it just be thrown out because it doesn't meet that requirement of what we've traditionally done in this country? Now, to be fair, this ruling has caused some confusion in the legal community as judges are looking at the same laws but are coming to different conclusions in the wake of the Bruin ruling. So to that end, there's going to be a need for more guidance from the Supreme Court on how this ruling will need to be applied to the laws currently on the books or future laws, for that matter, so that all judges are viewing it and applying it in the same manner. Now, of course, the liberal media is up in arms about the ruling because, again, we're, we're taking this Uh, ruling and saying you have to look at history, you have to look at what the legal precedent has been. You can't just look at does it enhance public safety or not, which that in, you know, if you think about it in a leftist type of mindset that enhancing public safety is just a nice way of saying gun grab. What, What public safety is being enhanced by more restrictive gun laws outside of innocent people, law abiding citizens have to, uh, or, or getting their access to firearms throttled back while criminals will just keep going underground to get it. I mean, that's really what it is. These laws have nothing to do with enhancing public safety. It's all about grabbing the guns from the law-abiding citizens. So anyway, because of this, because of this ruling, the liberal media is up in arms about it. And this is uh, this next um, quote here I'll have is coming from a piece, an AP piece, titled Turmoil in Courts on Gun Laws in Wake of Justice's Ruling by Alana Durkin-Richer and Lindsay Whitehurst. So they write this, The legal wrangling is playing out as mass shootings continue to plague the country awash in guns, and as law enforcement officials across the, U- across the U.S. work to combat an uptick in violent crime. This is so typical. Let's fearmonger with mass shootings and how the country is overrun and overloaded with guns and make it seem like, oh, we at the AP, us journalists, oh, we supported law enforcement all along. So they just make, they, they just are banking on you forgetting about the fact that outlets like the AP were the ones saying, yeah, get rid of the cops, defund the police, blah, blah, blah. You know, 
just typical fear-mongering. Mass shootings are up. Well, why are they up? Because of choices that were made in 2020 during that election cycle by these dimwits running our cities. Let's get rid of the police. What do you think is going to happen? Crime's going to go up. What has happened? Crime's gone up. The, the, the cause, uh, the, there's a disconnect between the cause and effect here. The cause isn't a country awash in guns. The cause is stupid choices made by elected officials. Now, here's the deal. I'm, I alluded to this before. Gun laws and restrictions only ever affect law-abiding citizens. That is the only people any new law on firearms will affect. You look at the, the statistics. Very few murders occur with a legally obtained firearm. Very few shootings occur. Looking at you, Chicago, New York. Very few of those shootings occur with a legally obtained firearm. That, that's a fact. You can go and look that up. Tell me what criminal's going into the gun store to have his background check run, right, a felon, because felons can't buy guns. What felon's going to go into a gun shop and say, I want to buy a gun? And, and then, you know, they take it out on the street and start shooting up a place. None. I mean, criminals are stupid, but they're not that stupid. They're getting their guns off the street. Leftist DAs are the ones that are, are causing our uptick in crime. They're the ones letting violent criminals out with little and, in some cases, no bail. They're reducing leftist judges. Judge, judges should be apolitical. What's the law say and what, what should the uh, consequence be? And that's what should be applied. You got leftist judges letting people off with light sentences, repeat offenders. I mean, remember the whole COVID thing? We let a bunch of people out of jail because we were worried about them getting COVID. What happened? They went out and, you know, they were repeat offenders. They went out and committed crimes. What the hell did these people think was going to happen? What do you think is going to happen to the, the law abiding citizen when you put more gun restrictions in place? and put more barriers in place to them obtaining a firearm. Their, their safety and self-security uh, is going to go down, and they're going to be the victims of crime. This, it's just ridiculous how these mockingbirds in the media just parrot the, the narrative, we got to get rid of guns, we've got mass shootings, uh, of the globalists, of the elitists, and what they want. We've got lunatics on city councils and in mayor's offices across this country that have defunded and demoralized police departments to the point that officers left the profession en masse and now recruitment numbers are at all-time lows. Why do you think we have crime here? Uh, what were their names? I didn't even know their names. I didn't care enough to remember their names. Richer and Whitehurst. What did you think was going to happen when you've got a demoralized police force and, and police officers saying, I'm not going to take this crap anymore. I'm close enough to retirement. I'm just going to quit or I'm just going to quit and go into a new career. You defunded the police department. We let a bunch of officers go. What the hell did you think was going to happen? Yeah, crime's going to go up. It has nothing to do with the amount of guns on the street and in people's possession. It has everything to do with we're not prosecuting the, the offenders and we're not looking at where they're illegally obtaining their guns. That's the problem here. But we have to make a show of it and, and, and 
say, look like we're doing something from a political standpoint, so we're just going to put gun restrictions in place and then sell the sheeple on, oh, you're safer now because we put this new restriction in place, even though Chicago is a freaking shooting range in New York City and New Orleans and Memphis and Milwaukee and pick a big city. No, they'd, they'd rather just perpetuate these moronic talking points. The media doesn't mention any of these things. They don't mention what actually caused this. They don't mention the actual causes of gun violence. They'd rather perpetuate the moronic thinking that somehow restrictions on firearms are going to somehow make it go away. Take a look at some of our big cities with the strictest of gun laws and tell me how those restrictions are working out in terms of reducing violent crime. Seems like every year, like I said, Chicago, seems like the last three, four years, shootings have been at an all-time high. The fact here is criminals do not follow the law, hence why they are a criminal. Any new law that goes on the books for gun restrictions only affects those that follow the law, never the criminal. They don't care about your laws that you're putting on the books, dummy elected official. Now, this isn't to say, all of this, it's not to say we shouldn't have common sense laws that do work to keep Guns out of the hands of violent criminals, uh, violent criminals out of repeat offenders. Right? I mean, I, I think you, it's felons, but it's even that I think is too broad based. You have really, do you think a, a felon, you could be a felon from, you know, embezzling money, or you can be a felon for shooting someone. Do, do you really think the person embezzling money should have their right to bear arms taken away? I don't think so. They embezzled money. That's yeah, a felony, but should they have that right taken away? I don't think so. Should the violent offenders? Yeah, absolutely. And let's not be stupid here. Are they going to work to get guns again? Yeah, they will. They're If they get out of prison, right? They're going to do what they want to do. They're, they're not going to follow the law. They'll go find some street dealer and buy a gun and if shoot another you know, club up or whatever if that's what they want to do. It's just stupid to think that a, a criminal is going to follow the law. Right, because it only the laws only ever hurt in this case. It hurts because it's it, it it takes away from our our ability to be secure in ourselves. It only hurts the law-abiding citizen. Again, we should have common sense laws. I I'm not in disagreement with that. But even in that case, even in that case, you know, just to play devil's advocate. Why are there violent criminals roaming the streets anyway where they can, uh, they offend and then they get out? I mean, why would we even need common sense gun laws if we were doing what we should with the criminals and keeping them locked up? Because obviously, if you're out there and you murder someone, or especially if you're a repeat offender, abuser, whatever, there's a screw loose and you shouldn't be in society. I'm sorry if that's harsh, but that's a reality and that's a fact. So if we did our job within the criminal justice system, in particular holding people accountable, holding felons, not letting the violent repeat offenders, especially out of jail ever again, we wouldn't even need common sense gun laws. I get it. Ryan, the world's not a perfect place. I understand. We're all human. I get it. Utopia, I know. But just to play devil's advocate, I mean, would we, if we did our job 
and, and made the punishment a deterrent for these criminals, people might look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's I, I'm going to see the inside of concrete block for the rest of my life. No, thanks. I'm not going to do that. And we wouldn't need to talk about common sense gun laws or gun restrictions. I get it. We're human. I get it. You know, Cain and Abel, all that. You know, humans are going to human. We get mad at somebody, we might take it too far. I get it. But here's the thing. They, we let them out and they offend again. And if they want to offend again after we let them out and they were like a gun felon, let's say, they're going to find a way to get a firearm. That's a fact. They do. They do. But that said, we shouldn't be making it easy for them to obtain one by not having some sort of common sense restriction on violent felons, again, violent felons, being able to obtain a firearm. Yes, we have a right to bear arms, but with that right be, uh, comes responsibility. And if you're going to be an idiot about it, then there has to be consequences for those actions. Subscriptions are one of the big ways podcasts get discovered. So if you could, please do me a favor. Whatever platform you may be listening on or viewing on, please hit the subscribe button. It will give you an alert whenever a new Living with Liberty is published, and the subscriptions help us get into the recommendations so others can find the show. All right, moving on. Your vaccination status is being tracked. Yes, it's true. Your vaccination status is being tracked. Not just by your doctor. The U.S. government has been secretly tracking those who not only have refused the COVID jab and all of its 8,221 boosters, but all of those who aren't up to date on their shots. And this is according to a piece by Joseph Mercola in the Epic Times titled, The Federal Government is Tracking the Unvaccinated. Even more intrusive is the government is recording the reasons why. Now, according to the piece... The program was implemented on April 1st, 2022. No, that's no April Fool's joke. This actually did go in place on April 1st last year, 2022, and has been adopted by most medical clinics and hospitals across the U.S. starting with January of this year. So the medical field, who has admittedly, I mean, if we look at it and are being honest, really has... No credibility at this point with how far they've taken just parroting the narrative from the CDC and FDA from the government. By and large, like I said, there's been good doctors out here who have called it out, who have taken a stand, who've actually done science. But by and large, the medical community, who's really wrecked their credibility, said, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll agree and go along with your tracking people and their vaccination status. Why not? Sure. Now... Here's the thing. The doctors and clinics have been instructed to ask about your vaccination status. So they'll ask you, right? That's you go. I think you go through, um, go to the doctor. They kind of ask anyway, but now it's like, okay, you better ask. Right. And after they ask about your vaccination status and you give them the answer, they then enter it into the electronic medical records as a diagnostic code known as an ICD-10, which makes it trackable inside and, more importantly, outside the medical system. Even worse, even worse is there's been a billable code 
added for vaccine safety counseling. Now, if you think this is some Orwellian BS, you would be correct. What is it we were told again? The government would never have vaccine passports and would never have uh, any way to track your medical history. What's happened? A few local, well, even countries, for that matter, have tried the vaccine passport route, right? They threw that out there. New York City had one. I think uh, England had one. Australia, I believe, had vaccine passports, right? So government's getting more intrusive into your life, into your medical, uh, call it your medical uh, history, if you will. What were we told? Oh, the government would never have access to your medical records. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Well, what do we have here? The government is tracking my vaccination status, which, oh, by the way, is part of my medical history. That's very interesting. It looks like us conspiracy theorists are damn near undefeated. We win another one. Oh, the government would never do that. You don't think so? They're monitoring everything else you do. NSA, FBI. CIA, I believe the CIA is monitoring people on American soil illegally. Yes, your insurance can now be billed for vaccine safety counseling by your medical professional. So now you're on the hook for that, right? I mean, all of us probably have deductibles. I don't think any of us get, um, you know, outside. I know my insurance anyway. I get uh, a free uh, well visit every year. That's 100% covered. I don't have anything out of pocket there, but. Give me some vac- vaccination counseling, safety, uh, vaccination safety counseling, and now all of a sudden I'm getting, you know, billed for that. The whole purpose of tracking why you are vaccinated is to get you to bend to the will of the globalist cabal, plain and simple. They tried the vaccine passports, people pushed back. They tried the mockingbird media to tell you how great and wonderful this thing is. And people figured out all the data coming out about the vaccines is questionable. And they really need to re- evaluate their risk, uh, the, their risk profile for the side effects that have been noted uh, as coming with the, uh, any vaccine really. The whole purpose is to restrict your freedom and liberty by implementing vaccine passports. And it's not necessarily going to be the government that implements vaccine passports at this point. I mean, these vaccine passports will become what the social credit score is in China eventually, but it's already been tried and floated by the government. Too many people push back. So what are they going to do? Right? What are they going to do? So the the government will use your vaccine status to determine, and more authoritarian countries especially will use it to determine what you can and cannot do here. They're going to use this. They're going to use this uh, tracking of your vaccination status to determine what you cannot and cannot do. In authoritarian countries, the government will directly do it. Point of clarification here in our constitutionally, uh, our constitutional republic, and given our constitutionally repo- uh, protected rights. It wouldn't necessarily be our government per se that would restrict your rights. They would use their corporate proxies to do so. And they have been, right? They have been. Companies, how many companies came out and said, get jabbed or lose your job? The government couldn't say, well, everybody's got to be, everybody's got to be vaccinated, right? They, they, they pushed, they pushed, and they pushed. 
and they made it real tough and uh, for you to live in society without getting it. But it wouldn't be them per se because the government couldn't restrict your uh, under you know the Constitution, which we know that a lot of especially Democrats use it as toilet paper these days. But legal challenges wouldn't hold up if they tried to restrict your right to move about the country, etc. So it wouldn't be our government denying you the freedom to move around the country via airline or car, whatever would you know, whatever it may be, stay in a hotel, whatever. It wouldn't be them. It wouldn't be the government. It would be the airlines themselves. It wouldn't be the U.S. government restricting your ability to travel abroad. It would be the, those other countries, right? The U.S. government wouldn't say, you, well, you're not vaccinated, you can't leave the country. It'd be other countries saying, yeah, don't come here. And they have. We have. Our country, United States has. I think we just finally relaxed those requirements, but we did it, right? You can't come inside unless you're, unless you're coming over the southern border, then vaccination status doesn't matter. But. It wouldn't be the government saying that. They'd leave it up to the other countries. It wouldn't be the government restricting access to your favorite restaurant. It would be that restaurant itself. This is all a mechanism. They use their corporate proxies to further entrench the administrative state in our lives, to further entrench government intrusion upon our lives, to tell us what we can and cannot do. It's just another way they are trying to get the populace to bend to the will of the globalist elites. If you're listening to the audio-only show and your platform allows for reviews, please give us a five-star review. It helps others find the show. Whether you are listening to the audio version or viewing on Rumble or YouTube, please hit that Rumble or Thumbs Up button. The more interactions we have, the more the show gets into the recommendations made by the algorithms, and the more we are able to spread the truth. And I'll take that back. I might not post this one on YouTube either. They'll probably take this one down too because I said the magic vaccine, vaccination word. So we'll see. I, I've got <laughs> I got to be good for 90 days. Otherwise, they're going to nuke my channel on there. So I might not post this one. But yeah, go to Rumble or go listen to it on any of the uh, any of the podcast apps out there, Spotify, I, Apple, iHeart, whatever you listen to. Uh, it's It'll be out there. All right, finishing up today. Not that there should be any doubt that Biden is a globalist puppet who has been installed to destroy our country's sovereignty. But this next story, if you have any doubts left uh, that that's the case, it will remove them. Unless you're just so far up Biden's butt that you're just not going to listen anyway. Um, and you're sitting and argue with me all day about how that's not the case. But if you value this country you value our sovereignty, you value our freedom, then you won't be intellectually lazy and you'll actually understand what's actually going on here as I go through this next story. Now, according to an Epic Times piece by Kevin Stockland, it's titled, Biden admin negotiates deal to give WHO authority over U.S. pandemic policies. The regime is preparing to sign the United States into what would be a legally binding accord with the WHO that would give them the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. Yes, you heard that right. The morons in the Biden administration are about to sign us up to give away our ability to self-determine our country's response to any future pandemics. And they're giving it away to another corrupt organization full of morons that is a Chinese puppet. 
This is, in essence, what would be the start. They're making this push of a one-world government. This is the start. This is, this is the next avenue they're trying to start this thing with. The WHO would get to dictate what the regulations and response to a pandemic would be, and the U.S. would have to follow those edicts. And it's not just the U.S. signing on. It's 194 countries. So it's not just the U.S. handing over their sovereignty. It's every country. Why these countries would do this, I don't know. The, the, the WHO proved themselves incompetent and incapable and to be nothing but a Chinese puppet when COVID hit. Why would we do this? What brain-neutral position are these elected officials in across the world? This is just stupid. Local action is better. You, you, you think we got problems with the federal government? Now, now give it to a world body. What do you think is going to happen? Even bigger peanut butter approach to everything. And because, you know, what's right for people in Russia have to be right for people in the United States and same for Mexico. No, each country is its own entity with its own risk factors, its own population factors. It, you can't just give something to a world body and say, here's what we're going to do. Because that's all they're going to do is one approach as opposed to what should be a country-by-country approach and really region-by-region or state-by-state or province-by-province approach. Federal governments should have no, uh, no say in it whatsoever outside of you know, some, maybe some general guidelines, maybe. So what would this encompass? So th- these, the, 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 um, basically handing over our sovereignty to the WHO in the case of a pandemic would encompass lockdown. So the WHO could lock us down. The WHO could give us mag- uh, vaccine mandates. The WHO would monitor our population. Do you see where this is going now? The U.S. would be under the WHO's thumb when it came to a pandemic response. Oh, and by the way, the WHO would be the ones who get to decide what constitutes a health emergency. So they'd get to decide what a pandemic is. Well, well, what could go wrong with that, right? You give a, a world body that much power over your pandemic response. Do you ever think we're not going to be perpetually in a pandemic then? Because you have corrupt, power-hungry officials at the WHO that said, yeah, uh, this is a pandemic. Uh, yeah, we're not out of the pandemic yet. Like they tried with COVID, even though the numbers clearly tailed off, especially in the deaths, right? They, they tried to keep it going as long as they could. You give the WHO the authority over your response and the authority to declare what a health emergency is, there would be no mechanism to stop them from declaring a perpetual health emergency. What is it these morons don't see about this? Now, you might say, well, the WHO wouldn't be able to dictate to my doctor how they can treat me wrong. These rules will impact your treatment. These rules impact how your doctor can treat you. No longer will your doctor be free to care for you as they see fit or as they recommend. And as you see fit, as you uh, evaluate your risk profile and say, yeah, I'm okay. I, I get the recommendation. I'll take it into consideration, doc. But I think given how I'm feeling and what my risk profile is, I'm good. You wouldn't get that anymore. You would not have that freedom anymore. Now, from the piece, it says this. 
Physician Merrill Nass told the Epic Times, if these rules go through as currently drafted, I, as a doctor, will be told what I am allowed to give a patient and what I am prohibited from giving a patient whenever the WHO declares a public health emergency. So they can tell you you're getting remdesivir, but you can't have hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. What they're also saying is they believe in equity, which means everybody in the world gets vaccinated whether or not you need it, whether or not you're already immune. So do you see this? You no longer would have individualized treatment based on your preferences and health profile. The WHO would tell your doctor how they're going to treat you. You would now be subject to whatever the corrupt WHO wants to push as a treatment. What is it people don't get about this? Now, of course, this probably goes without saying, but of course, this isn't about giving you the best health care available. It isn't about doing what's in your best interest. It's about controlling you. It's about what's going to line the pockets of our corporate masters. Remdesivir is, you know, that, that's a, a big pharma drug. Whereas hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin have plenty of generics available. So do you see what's going to happen here is you're not going to be able to get the generics or alternative treatments anymore. You're going to have to go with whatever big pharma pumps out. Like I said, this is some Orwellian BS. It's about controlling the population of the planet. It's not about what's in the best interest of humanity. It's about how can we control humanity. The WHO is the next mechanism that the globalists are going to try and use to implement a one-world government. The UN, I think, right at this point, we can call that a failure, right? We, we should just get out of the UN. I've said that before. Get out of the UN. Kick it off our soil. The WHO, they saw with the pandemic how scared people got and how we were directed we had to listen to the WHO. And... I've been getting booted off of YouTube because what I say goes against what the WHO says. Do you all see how this comes together now? The WHO is that next mechanism, is that next avenue. The globalists are going to try to use to implement a one-world globalist government. That is a fact. Otherwise, the why would the U.S. and 194 other countries be signing up to give away their right of self-determination in response to a pandemic or any other health emergency? Why would they do that? If that wasn't the end game, why sign up for it? You don't believe me? You still don't believe me? It's right there in the draft of the agreement. It says this. From the piece, the Zero Draft stated that this new accord is necessary because of the catastrophic failure of the international community in showing solidarity and equity in response to the coronavirus disease, COVID-19 pandemic. It's right there. So let me offer you a translation of this. The translation goes like this. Since not every country did what the globalists wanted them to do during the COVID scamdemic, we are now going to circumvent your sovereignty as a nation by painting this as a way to better coordinate our efforts to control an outbreak, when in reality it's just us globalists sneaking in the back door to implement a one-world surveillance state. That's what this is. 
Because what did the WHO do? They failed. They were total trash when it came to their pandemic response. Total garbage. And now we're going to hand them more power? you got to be freaking kidding me with this. Do you need more proof that this is really an Orwellian nightmare? An Orwellian nightmare in waiting, I should say. Well, listen to this. Also from the piece. It says this. Signatories also agree to support the official narrative when it comes to information about the pandemic. About a pandemic, I should say. Specifically, they will conduct regular social listening and analysis to identify the prevalence and profiles of misinformation and design communications and messaging strategies for the public to counteract misinformation, disinformation, and false news, thereby strengthening public trust. It's right there. How... uh, how can you not believe that we are heading towards this when it's right there in this freaking document, 194 countries are about to sign to give the corrupt and useless WHO authority over public health emergencies globally. So let me do a, transla- uh, a translation on this piece here I just read. It goes like this. You will monitor your citizenry and spew whatever propaganda we at the WHO tell you to spew. You see, the people of this world figured it out. People are smart. They figured it out. They figured out that the WHO and the health agencies in every country across this, uh, just about, I'll say, across the globe, are filled with corrupt buffoons who did nothing to, uh, but lie to us about the scamdemic, who did nothing to, but lie to us about the efficacy of the jab. So now they have to go to the lengths of putting countries on the hook for spreading pop propaganda, basically telling them you have to propagandize your people in order to counteract misinformation and disinformation, otherwise known as the data that comes out counter to the official narrative, also known as the truth. You see, people have zero trust in any of these health bureaucracies after the COVID debacle. And we shouldn't. They clearly lied to us and continued to lie to us, never backing away from it once. Because of that, the WHO is going to force the issue. It's right there in agreement. I just read it. They will force the issue. They will, they, they're saying governments that sign up for this, you need to keep putting out PSAs in order to strengthen public trust. Do you really think after what we've gone through, people are going to trust anything these These PSAs say, I hear this crap from the government, and I assume the opposite. That's just where we're at. And unfortunately, I guess you could call it, further research usually proves that's true. Whatever the government says, the opposite is true. Whatever the fact checkers say, the opposite is true. Now, this whole statement, this whole statement that's in the accord here, whatever you want to call it, the agreement, Sounds as if it was written by the CCP itself. We will force you to trust us by propagandizing you. That's what that says. To combat mis- and disinformation. We're going to conduct regular social listening and analysis. So they're going to what? Monitor your phone calls, your text messages, your emails, your social media accounts. Stuff we, like, you know, content creators like myself put out there in podcasts and in video casts and whatever else that they're going to 
the, the, the whole aim is to control you. And they're going to monitor you to do it. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. I don't. There, you know there's times I'm agnostic to it. I, if you value our freedom, our liberty, and our sovereignty, you know that's the starting place. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, we're, let's work on the differences and come to a compromise. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. This is a major problem. Giving away our sovereignty of self-determination, how we respond to a, a public health crisis, to a world body that's proven themselves uh, inept, corrupt, on the take of the Chinese government. That, that you don't, I don't understand why our elected officials don't see this as a problem. I don't care. Republican, Democrat, this is a major problem that will affect you down the road. It will, period. Conservatives, by and large, understand this already. But liberals, unfortunately, don't realize the issue with things like this until they are slapped in the face with it, until they're riding on that train, until they're loaded into the boxcar. That's when they finally realize and wake up, most of them. They get slapped in the face with the consequences of supporting elected officials over and over who have crappy ideas and who are in it for not the people, but are in it for their corporate masters, their other, their, their, their masters of the other countries, Biden and China, Ukraine, name a country, Iran. Now you might be saying the Senate has to give its consent to this since it's an international treaty in, at its essence. Well, caveat to that, there are Supreme Court decisions that support executive agreements without the Senate consent as being legally binding as, as with the power of a treaty, so the same thing. And two, the draft of the agreement includes a clause that the accord will go into effect on a provisional basis as soon as it is signed by the country's delegates to the WHO. So what does that mean? That means it will be legally binding without ever being ratified by any legislature on the planet. So the delegates, whatever country delegates are uh, part of the WHO and ratifying or signing agreements, whatever it is, as soon as they sign that, it's legally binding. No legislature on the planet has to approve it. Now, whoever wrote the draft of this uh, of this uh, agreement to hand over sovereignty to a corrupt international organization that's full of buffoons, whoever wrote it, knew how to circumvent the U.S. Constitution and knew about the Supreme Court cases that upheld the executive branch's ability to enter into international agreements without the consent of the Senate. This whole accord with the WHO illustrates why we need to elect officials who respect our Constitution and Ultimately, our sovereignty as a nation. Obviously, the Democrats don't. We still have people pouring over our southern border every day. Now they want to hand over, uh, hand over decision making on uh, public health emergency responses to an international organization that has no idea what's going on in our country. We need to be vetting candidates closely. We need to be asking them the tough questions, and we really should be throwing out the most trash. Uh, most of the trash currently inhabiting the district of corruption swamp, right? We should just be kicking them out left and right. You know, there's there's probably 
a couple handfuls of good ones, and that's about it. The rest of them need to go. They are selling us out to the globalists, and this is Democrat and Republican alike. It's both of them. Both parties are guilty. I've not heard much of anything out of Republican leadership over this this agreement the Biden administration wants to enter into with the WHO. I have not heard one thing of them publicly admonishing Biden for giving away our sovereignty. If we don't clean house, we will be answering to a one-world, faceless bureaucracy telling us, our doctors, whoever, what we can and cannot do. We need to choose wisely. Before I go, don't forget to tune in to Rucksack Radio live on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central for Laughs and Liberty with Tom and me. You can catch us on Riverside FM, Rumble, YouTube, or Twitch. We always have the chats going across all those platforms. Uh, We're monitoring them. We get a lot of great questions in there. We love to engage with you all in the chats. We bring it up on the show. It's always a good time. So live, 7 p.m. Central, Laughs and Liberty on Tuesdays. Friends, that's my show for today. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com. There you'll find links to my past shows, my original articles, as well as other resources to help arm you with knowledge in fighting off the prevailing narratives of the day. While on my website, shop my store, Living With Liberty Outfitters. Lastly, I'd be so grateful if you shared, subscribed, and left a positive review of the show, should your listening platform allow. Subscribing helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth. (laughs) 